0: Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. I am Specky and I'm joined by my good friend Paul.
1: Hello. Good evening or good morning.
0: Or good afternoon, whenever it is you're listening to this. Or
1: good afternoon. Welcome.
0: Episode two Sponsorship Bias and Smooth Balls. We'll talk more about that just in a minute. First of all, we want to say a massive thank you to everybody who has supported us. With this podcast so far, uh, thank you to everyone who has been giving us massive shout-outs, everyone who's been listening, everyone who's been giving us incredible feedback. It has been absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah, the feedback has been uh, you know, unbelievable, to be honest with you. It's something we were talking about for quite some time, and we didn't know how it was going to be uh, taken. It's um, something we know nothing about. We kind of uh, had a plan how we are going to do the first podcast, but... We didn't expect, resp- yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of a plan. Uh, bearing in mind we both do YouTube, we don't do audio work as such, although we do some voiceover work, expecting the phone call from BBC any day now. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks to everybody, it's been incredible. Thank you very, very much to everyone that's been tuning in, and I hope that we've sort of cheered you up and maybe got you into detailing
0: absolutely it's uh it's something that's very new to us as paul says we are youtubers this is somewhere this is uncharted territory for us so um yeah thanks to everyone who's supported it shared it told your friends and your family and maybe the police about it it's fantastic so we're going to move on uh we've got a bit of a a plan for how we're going to work this out today we're going to start with the news um and i'm going to lead the very first thing this is very recent news Wax stock has sadly been postponed until next year, June 2022. The statement read that it was to do with making sure that everyone was safe during the indoor shows. Outdoors is a lot easier to deal with right now because of lessening the restrictions, but indoor events are much harder to deal with and it was going to be too difficult for the Rico Arena and wax Stock to be able to put on a show for us. They did say they didn't want to give us a half-baked show. They wanted to give us the full fat thing. So it's understandable why they did it. We kind of saw this coming, didn't we? Yeah, it's
1: it's, it's sad news to be honest with you, because I was really hoping to get there uh, this year and meet up with old friends. Because it's not just a show for me. It's not about the cars and the products. It's mainly about the people, which is why I don't really film it. You know, I've, I've done the filming before. You've done the filming before. But it really is about the people, and it's um. It's a bit sad, but at the end of the day, we are in this um, this situation and uh, the costs involved as well to, to make everyone safe. It just it just wouldn't be viable for the Ryker Arena to actually uh, carry out the, uh, the show, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it's sad, but we've got to do our bit. You know, we have to support this decision. Of course, it is saddening, but uh, as much as I was looking forward to it, I totally understand where they're coming from. So that's not going to be happening this year. I believe if anyone has booked a ticket, if they've purchased a ticket, you're going to get new tickets sent out at the beginning of 2022. If you want to refund your ticket, by all means, you can get in touch with them. Check out their Instagram page and their website. There'll be information on how to do that. But for those of us who are still willing to go next year, we'll be getting new tickets sent out. That means that if you still have your ticket from 2020, like I do, that is just going to be a memento. Uh, the next thing, let's talk about what's going on with our channels at the moment, Paul. Any new videos from you? Any new products you've been trying?
1: Well, um, yes, there is a new video out at the moment, and that's the one with the uh, Tenzi UK stuff on, and also the ODK. Uh, there was so many products in uh, this week's video. I'm trying to play catch up, which most people can understand because of my work schedule. Uh, the one I'm most excited about is the. Um, ODK Solo Silica Sealant because it's so easy to use. It really is very, very simple, and a massive plug for my video. If you haven't checked it out, go and check it out on my channel. It's the one with the mini in it.
0: Yep, yeah, that's a good video actually. I watched it the other night, um, and I really enjoyed it. It's it's longer than your. Some... Well, you should. No, but it's it's not. It's longer than your normal ones. You know, it's. Lately you've been putting out a bit shorter and this one's a wee bit longer and I just really enjoyed it. I just didn't find myself getting bored with it at all and I fully expected it to because I know what you're like in real life, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
1: That really hurts. Thanks very much. Uh yeah, well you should like it because you had a major part in the editing process. What? For those of you who don't <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I have a new PC at great expense because I turned 50 this year. Don't all shout.
0: Don't go too crazy with this story. This is coming up later. We can't go into too much information about this yet. This is going to come later in this. Yes, we'll we'll talk about why I had a big part to do with this. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, a big
1: part. So we'll put that one to bed, but that's the latest (laughs) thing I've been doing. Uh, And also the, the main story is I've been trialing the new laser industry pump sprayers. Uh, I believe it's going to be the first UK review on that. I've actually filmed it already. Spoiler alert. Um, it's sat on the laptop, ready to be edited, but I'm knee deep in um, dust and paint at the moment because I'm decorating at the moment. Not at the moment, that would just be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but Excuse I am me, I'm just de- filming a podcast <laughs> mid- and
0: painting this wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, polyfilling and sanding, and sanding at the same time. <laughs> I was talking to a mic, don't go down very well. Um, so that's what I'm doing at the moment, so, Quite busy at the moment. Wicked. That's my news. Uh, What's your news, anyway? Uh,
0: I don't have a massive amount of news, to be perfectly honest. My last video went out at uh, the same time as this uh, episode one of the podcast came out, uh, pretty much. In fact, no, it, the podcast came out just after my last video, and that was... I can't even remember what that was. Oh, I was using some Bear Car Care bits and some iDetail Pro bits.
1: This was a tag team one. Yeah, that was the last
0: one. video that went out. Yeah, um, that was really good. Got a lot of good feedback from it. It was just good fun. It wasn't an interesting video, but it was good fun for me and Natalie to do the car together. It was
1: funny. And I, I you'll know the bit I'm, I'm going to talk about, <laughs> the bit where you'll have a half completely zoned out <laughs> and look like you'd put, her, you, you'd put her into some sort of trance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a lot of people said, Oh, a- she's gonna have a go at you for that and I was having to try and explain to some people, no, she's the one that pointed it out to me that she she said we were watching it back and she says, Look at me, look at me. I have completely zoned out and I said, Alright, fine, let's make a joke of this and let's add this bit and point arrows at your face And uh, yeah, she was up for it, bless her. She's 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 really good. She understands when there's a joke to be made that you have to make it. So That was a good laugh. We enjoyed that video. I I love making videos together with her. Um, Oh, uh, I've got a bit of a plug. Uh, Something exciting happening. I am going to be a guest host on the Detailing World YouTube channel. Uh, I was asked to basically help them to put out some content for while uh, the Bearded Wonder Matt goes away on holiday. So uh, look forward to seeing that possibly end of May, beginning of June time. So if you're wondering why when you see me working on the car if you see my breath it's not because it's perpetually freezing in scotland but just because it was filmed about february march time it is
1: perpetual it is personally i i find when i talk to you and i say it's cold you always say to me you know nothing of the cold because i'm a softy southerner and you live <laughs> on the top of a mountain and have snow in your beard every day <laughs> yeah,
0: that's um a couple of other things oh one piece of news uh After we were talking on the last episode about companies using dirty wheels to show off their iron fallout removers and, you know, iron fallout included wheel cleaners. I got a message from someone who will remain nameless by their request that there is a company, uh, a manufacturer of a product whose picture on their Instagram and I can't find it. He won't send it to me. He won't show me what it is he's, I don't know, he just doesn't want to be involved in this, but he wanted to tell me about this, where the picture is very badly doctored because the wheel seems to be really, really purple. And the person's hand next to it is fine, is a normal colour, but their wrist is purple. No! So clearly, they've done a bad Photoshop job <laughs> and they've enhanced the colouring of it, but they've made a mistake. You know, this talks to the whole dishonesty of using a product when it's not, not the way you would normally use it. So that was a bit of news. If anybody can find it, please send it to me. I would love to actually see it myself. But um, like I say, they, they won't tell me about it. But if you can find it, apparently it's not a new picture. But after listening to our last podcast, this person said, oh, you might be interested to know this. So it is very interesting. See, I'm, now,
1: tempt- I'm tempted to start using Photoshop with thumbnails on YouTube and put me on there with hair. <laughs>
0: I like the one that you've got with your um, your wash mitt on your head because oh, you look yeah, like that, sideshow Bob. Yeah, that's just
1: <laughs> normal behaviour for me. That
0: is. <laughs> and let's let's talk about one of these things. that's from the episode title, "Smooth Balls." This is this is your thing, Paul.
1: I'll just enlighten. I'll just enlighten the listeners to what this was. This was um, some advertising from a company which, shall we say, are involved in the. Um, fine art of manscaping (laughs) hence the word smooth my balls but some of the posts were incredible i'm gonna see if specky can find some of these because they are um yeah
0: i found the the account i found the account it's on instagram called smooth my balls and they they sent a message to paul and i basically saying we've got some products that we'd love for you to try uh, to see you know what they're like and to advertise them basically on your on your podcast and i thought this can't be real this has got to be a joke
1: bearing in mind that on the actual picture they're tennis balls aren't
0: they <laughs> yes they are tennis balls actually because you know you got it that's yeah. that's what they look like clearly they look like tennis balls <laughs>
1: Well, if they're bright yellow with a white line going through them, you really need to get up to the quacks.
0: Oh, my God. This one is a cracker. One word, amazing. My missus loved how clean and tidy I was after using your product. Left my balls as smooth as eggs. (laughs) This is comedy gold, this is. Anyway, yes, that's where this came from. Paul messaged me and he said, If you had one of these messages... I said, yes, yes, I have, but I've kind of ignored it.
1: <laughs> Can I just say to, to, to all our listeners, the reason for this message was because we used the hashtag podcast. And when we put bits and pieces up on Instagram with hashtags, companies find these hashtags and they think, oh, we've got some marketing here, so we better message this guy. And right, this came through and I thought, hang on, I've got a virus. I thought, this, this can't be real, but it is legit. Yeah, this is I think we better move. I think we better move on. Yeah, we
0: have to. It's utterly bizarre. It's funny, it's bizarre, but uh there you go. It's um it's one of those things. So that was where part of the title of the topic uh came in today was because of that. So there you go. Uh that's most of the news. Now, we're going to move on to the main topic here, which you'll have heard from the title, sponsorship and bias. So this is coming from a little bit of YouTube beef and uh, we did say we were going to talk about this recently. Some of you may have known about this. There is a YouTuber named Pan The Organizer. He is the largest or most popular content creator on YouTube in the car care and detailing space. And there was a video put up by a chap who goes by Scott HD. And I know his channel. I know his channel very well, actually. He's very good at performing long-term tests of protection products. And I've I've watched his channel for a very long time. So he posted a video basically calling out Pan the Organizer by name, not naming him directly, actually. He was calling him Man the Advertiser. And that comes from the nickname that Pan has received recently, which is Pan the Advertiser because, well, supposedly he never makes a video about anything negative. He never says anything negative, it's always positive. So fair enough, we can understand where that has come from at least. So Scott HD's video claimed that Pan was basically pushing for a lot of money. Now, I'm just going to ask you this a question, Paul. First of all, have you ever had any doubt in your mind that Pan receives money for his videos?
1: No, I mean, I, I heard about this a while ago from someone in the industry that he received quite a large sum of money, which um, are we allowed to disclose the money, the amount? We'll get to that bit in just yeah. a minute. Yeah, we will talk about um, that in just a minute. So his whole ethic, uh, you know, he he's created this channel. He ditches products that don't meet his expectations, and then he puts a video out on those products. So hence the advertising nickname, because it is basically an advert. Now, when me and Specky do videos, they're, they're reviews and you'll get feedback, negative or positive. You won't get things slated because that's obviously detrimental to a company, but you'll get, you know, advice. We'll, we'll, we'll say we didn't like this, we didn't like that. It needs this, it needs that, it needs more content. Yeah, it's constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. But these are turning into um, adverts and the reason they're turning into very, very positive reviews is because they're paid. Now there is a rule on YouTube, if you receive any payment whatsoever, you're supposed to disclose it at the beginning of a video or say to people, I have an affiliate link down below, you'll be helping my channel out, Yeah, blah, 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 Um, which I've done recently on on my video because I've now got into detailing on board and SGCB UK. And I've just mentioned to people, there is a discount code. I've mentioned everything I can in that video. Now, when he's doing these videos, He's obviously receiving a large amount of money. We are talking about serious amounts of money here. You know, the guy is very, very rich, and I, hands down, give it to him. You know, he's done very, very well in life. He's very well off, and he's, the guy's a businessman. He knows what he's doing. But it, it kind of, the, the morality of it is, it just doesn't sit very well with me. Now, there is an argument that Scott shouldn't really have put the video out because there was an email disclosing the conversation he had with a company he got hold of this from the company and then the whole thing just blew up all over the internet.
0: Yeah. Part of my, my thoughts on that are that, yeah, that, that's a private conversation realistically. What, yes, what exactly. Business is it all of ours? I do think, though, that um, I, in a way, I mean, I think the only surprise that came from all of this was simply how much money he gets. I don't think anybody is surprised that he receives money. I don't think anybody is surprised that he has a business deal and, and what goes down. The only surprise was how much money he is asking for. And that's what it is at the end of the day. So that's what he's, what he asks for. That's his price. Now, Pan is a one stop marketing machine when it comes to the car care and detailing industry. He will get product information out there to a much more targeted audience than many marketing companies would be able to do. He has more than half a million subscribers on YouTube. He has 77 million views on his channel. If someone is looking to advertise something, you would be ridiculously overlooking the fact that you could go to him and pay him money to get the audience that you're actually looking for. So I, I totally see where he's coming from. I think he's absolutely nailed the plan. He, he knows what he's doing. So the, the issue with this email that came out was was about the fact that he mentioned the money up front for products that he hadn't yet used. And this kind of threw up a little bit of a red flag for some people. So anyway he made a response video to Scott HD about this and he said, I just mentioned all my money's up front ahead of time because if that doesn't work for somebody if that's too rich for their blood whatever if it's not right for them then they can say look that's that's enough I I can't deal with that that's too much money I I have to say thanks but no thanks but at least you're under no uh what's the word I'm looking for you're under no illusion that it's going to be anything else he's telling you up front so that's fair What I was interested in was whether or not he had actually tried these products in the first place because I believe what came was that someone else had reviewed them. He was interested and he contacted them to say I'm interested in trying your products. Now he did say that as you said he will only try products that he likes personally. They have to meet his criteria for uh, quality of product and value for money and if they don't fit he won't put a video out for them. He says there's It's not a good use of his time, which I guess is fair. However, because there was this question of whether or not he had actually tried these products, I wanted to ask about this. So I contacted him. I left a comment on his video and I wasn't sure if he would get back to me because it was one of his most viewed videos in recent times because of the the drama and the beef. So I also sent him a message on Instagram, uh, just a voice message. I told him, look, I'm a completely random guy. I've got a very small channel. I've got a podcast. And I want to get some information from you here about this. Have you ever tried the products? Did you ever get a chance? Had you been sent them? Anything like that before you contacted them? Amazingly, he got back to me. He directly responded to me. He says he Did hadn't I? had the chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was. I was amazed that he actually got back to me. <laughs> you know, yeah, someone exactly. as little as I am. He said, um, no, I haven't had the chance. Hence why I would also never accept any form of payment before having had the chance to test the products. If I don't like a product, I don't do a video as I don't want to give it the time of day. He says, in discussions with brands, I at least lay down the terms of a potential agreement so they know what they're getting into and perhaps see if it fits their own criteria. I think that's fair as far as their budget is concerned. Uh, If they're okay with the terms, they can send a product over for him to test. But they know it has to meet my criteria first. If I like it, we can move on to production of the video. Uh, so that's really what he's going on about there. Is he's, he's telling people upfront. He's gone on to a few more inf- bits of information here, but nothing else that's really shocking or stunning. Totally get where he's coming from here. So I can see the situation for both sides of the coin. Some people don't like how much money. We didn't mention how much money, by the way, did we? Uh, I believe it's $10,000 US which is about $16,000 Canadian. And that's that's what he asks as his payment for making, making this content, for putting it out on his channel. And apparently it includes an Instagram post to get the information out there as well. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. We knew he was getting money. Perhaps we didn't quite know he was getting that much money. But after seeing one of his recent videos where he's just bought a brand new Porsche 911 Turbo S, he's Getting plenty of money. He's making plenty, not just from these deals, but from maybe other sponsorships, channel sponsorships, and obviously the YouTube monetization. Yeah, that is
1: an insane amount of money, isn't it? I mean, considering what we what we do, uh, we get small brands send us products, and we'll pump a video out. We'll mention them on our Instagram stories. We'll mention them on Lives, and then they get the, the YouTube video, which is there for everyone to, to look at. For forever basically it's not just a one trick thing is it um once you put a video out the video is out there and they they can then use that video um they can download that video they can put it on their website they can do whatever they want with it we will get paid via google which isn't a lot of money but you know by anyone's standards for the amount of work that's involved in producing videos i will tell our listeners that um it's it's a staggering amount of money Um, And this is why he's got that name and it, it, it doesn't sit well with me. I've got to be honest. It doesn't sit well with me at all because as a reviewer, that's what you do. You are a reviewer. You're not an advertiser and you know, whether you like him or you don't, you you know, he's very good at putting the points over and he's good at filming and everything else. And he's watchable, but uh, I don't know, you know? Hats off to the guy. Well done. And I wish him every every, every success in what he does. But for me personally, it's just against everything why I do YouTube.
0: It's, you know what, I I have to, like I said, I look at this from two sides of the coin. Uh, One part I say, you know, if you're really good at what you do, you should be doing it for money. You know, there's lots of people say that. If you're good at it, you should be doing it for money. However, when you do something as a hobby, as we're doing just now, it's a hobby to review these products. It gives us a name so far as far as our independence, our unbiased reviews. Now, obviously, yeah, you, can,
1: you can sleep, you can sleep well at night knowing you've done a good job, you've done a review, you haven't done any harm to the company, you've probably helped them with you know with sales, and um, you haven't got any worries.
0: Absolutely, and I think this is what leads me up to the next sub part of this topic. When you look at paid videos like that, now Pan mentioned that in every video he states that it is a paid video one way or another. It's sponsored content, whether it's on the thing at the bottom of the video or he puts it in the description or something. But he always states when his content is sponsored. That's fair enough. Now, are, here's a real interesting question, are paid videos fair for the consumer?
1: No, I don't think they are. I think they're completely biased. I um, will give an example. I mean, I did the all black nine video. This is the pressure washer from Direct Hoses. Now the machine actually won it in a competition. But I've also got other stuff like the air blower. Now that was sent down. That's a that's a hundred and fifty quid's worth of stuff. That was just a, my my personal uh, video on that was just a review. It's a demonstration. It gets mentioned quite a lot in you know in other separate videos on the channel and that's how i do things but i just think the way this has been structured is all wrong it's it, and i don't probably a wrong thing to say but i don't really think he should be on youtube i think he should have a separate platform for what he does
0: i think i mean that's that's fair enough but then we see platforms like instagram being used for nothing but advertising you know i mean that that is the purpose of these companies any company that puts their products on instagram if they set up an instagram account it's there to advertise, it's there to show off, we've got a new product, we've got a new thing here, we've got this new device, this new chemical, this new towel, whatever it might be. And that's fine, we, we wouldn't know about half of these things if we didn't see them there. So, you know, you've got to look at it from, from that side as well. It's all advertising and we advertise ourselves. Whenever we show off a thumbnail of our new video, there's advertising right there. We've got a new video, go and check it out. If there was a little disclaimer underneath that said, by the way, every time you view this video, you contribute to our earnings, that's that's fair. We could yeah. say that. But I think most people understand that. Anybody who does YouTube as professionally as someone like Pan, you have to then understand that they're not doing it for free. They're doing it because they're getting paid one way or the other. I don't see there being a massive issue with that. Where it comes down to the being paid for the video as far as a sponsored video specifically there is going to always be that concern that you're going to be biased towards them because at the end of the day if you're being paid by a company to make a video are you realistically going to say something negative about it if you no, were a very that's, honest that's the whole thing if you were a very honest person you could say yeah I, I still would and say look i've been paid for this but actually i'm not all that keen on it you could do that, but then you'd probably find that your your business relationship with that company is now gone and you're not going to deal with them again. So paid videos always have that little bit of bias there. Now, it could be a little, could be a lot. You know, you could find someone who says nothing but awesome things, but eventually that person's going to get called out if it happens to be a bad product. Maybe that's where Pan is looking at this. If he takes money for a product that he doesn't like... And people come along in the comments and say, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. You said this is awesome and it's actually rubbish. Well, he's going to get called out and people are going to lose faith in him. They're not going to trust what he says anymore. So if you're taking money for a product, video or whatever, you also have to be very fair and open and honest about it because you want to make sure that people will get on well with it. So perhaps that's where he's coming from. If he knows it's good in his, his mind... Then he's going to know that it's also going to be good in your mind, in in your own personal review when you try it. You know, because at the end of the day, you could go back in his comments and say, You said it was great. I thought it would be great. It was rubbish. What are you talking about? So you've got, there's, there's a bit of a risk involved there when you are doing videos for money. At the moment, you and I, we haven't been offered any money for any videos. And honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was offered money to make a video. Look at it maybe this way. If there was a brand who I didn't like from trying out products before but I had a really big platform like Pans and they came to me and said we want to give you some money because we want to get the exposure of this product on your channel and I say fine you can you basically pay for a spot on my channel however if I don't like it I don't like it and you have to fully accept that again. Yeah, and you have to to take that criticism. Yeah, absolutely. But then people have to be aware that I could be biased, but I have to be able to build up enough of a reputation that I'm not biased so that people can trust what I say. It's a very, very Mm. gray area. It's a dodgy situation. It's very difficult to deal with that. Um, Here's one, though. Um, Does a free product, because we receive free products all the time, or at least it's yeah, not that we receive free products. Yeah, every, receive... every other week, to be honest Yeah, really? we receive products for nothing, so we can try them out. Does receiving yeah. a freebie sway a review?
1: Um, I think in the early days, if you were a YouTuber and just started out doing product reviews, no, you know, if it was electrical stuff or detailing products, then with a young channel, you're very, very grateful, and you think, oh, look at this, I've got free stuff. Wow. Wow. Um, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I better not say anything bad about it, because I've got sent some free stuff. As your channel progresses, you begin your own, you know, you get your own style and then you start thinking, hang on a minute, you know, this that product was alright, but it wasn't that good. I'm gonna to have to say a bit more about these products rather than just going, Yeah, that was great, that was great. And you do get used to your own way of thinking and you try a lot of products out. I mean, If you think about the amount of videos we've done now, I mean, I think I'm up to 210, 212 uploads, something like that. It's a lot of products. We get sent probably four or five different products with that brand, that particular brand. Uh, I think at the stage we are now, then people have to take it that what you're telling them is pretty much gospel. If you're a very young YouTube channel, you might be swayed to say very nice things because you're so grateful because you've only got like 200 subs. That's my personal opinion of it, and I mean, what you you're over five five thousand now, aren't you? Five thousand subs? Uh,
0: yeah, five thousand two hundred and something right now. Um, which I'm I'm super grateful for. Um, I could have been a yes man. I could have simply said everything's great, everything's awesome. I could have been, yep. you know, yes, yes to everything. Yeah, I, I could have been one of those guys that comes up to the channel, and goes, "Hey guys, Specky here. I got a great new product," and and go mental and build up the hype, and and people are going, "Yeah, this is awesome." And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm talking absolute rubbish just because I got a freebie. You're absolutely right where you say if you're if you're new on the platform, you do want to try and be nice because you want more freebies from that company. You don't want them to go. Well, we're not sending you anything anymore because you didn't say anything nice. So, totally get where you're coming from with that. I think we just you know a, a yes man. What would you rather have? Would you rather have a yes man? Or would you rather have someone who gives constructive criticism? What would you watch more?
1: Yeah, I think constructive criticism because it's, it's more valuable to the business, uh, that particular brand, especially if it's a young brand. I mean, if you take the video I've just done, um, I detail, detail Pro, the shampoo, now you've, you've used yep. this stuff before. Um, yep. I was very, const- you know, I said con- some pretty constructive comments in that it needed, I quote, a kick up the jacksie which is what I said in the video, uh, for a shampoo. It wasn't strong enough for my liking. Now, we've used a lot yeah. of shampoos, car shampoos, and probably people listening to this probably think, really, car shampoo? It's got to be
0: the same. It's not. No, it's amazing the differences with so many different shampoos. You know, you can really tell. Yeah. You try some and, yeah, the average Jewel probably doesn't get the difference. They've probably been using one from a supermarket for ages and thought it's absolutely fine. They don't know what else is out
1: there. I say to people, when I clean my car, now, it's very rare I clean my car without a camera. I don't mean I use the camera and throw it in the bucket. That would just be foolish and (laughs) risk of electric shock. But when I clean my car, (laughs) I'm always trying something new, whether it be a shampoo, a quick detailer, a fallout remover, a trim sealant, whatever, an accessory. There's always something in the Pratt Cave that's new. It might not go on YouTube. It might go on Instagram, and I can show me testing stuff in the background. So we are testing an awful lot of stuff. Just because you don't see a video for two two or three w- uh, weeks, it doesn't mean to say we've stopped. I'm constantly doing stuff, and I'm sure you are as well. You're always reaching for, some, reaching for something. Well, we, do get, we are very, very lucky boys. We get sent an awful lot of stuff. We get sent accessories. We get oh, sent yeah. li- liquid products. And more recently, we've got more – I mean, there's more pressure washers coming to my channel – if anyone's wondering, sorry to just go off on a tangent, if anyone's wondering why I haven't seen the Grey Series and the big boy washer, is all down to that boat pulling the handbrake skidding that little canal.
0: <laughs> ah, the joys of the ever-given. <laughs> yes. Um, that was a, a point, though. Um, my pressure washer, This I forgot, I should have mentioned that in the news. I'm worried my pressure washer may die at any time. Because so you should I was, be. I was such an idiot. I was filming two videos that weekend, uh, last weekend or weekend before. I was filming two videos on the bounce, and when we were putting everything away, I unplugged the hose from the pressure washer but didn't switch it off. Now it didn't immediately start going Ware! because it had been disconnected. It just sat there silently doing nothing, biding its time. And uh, and we put the hose away. We tidied everything up. Job done. Everything's good, no problem. Next morning, I come out the door, I'm walking towards my car, and I hear a noise. And I think, this is like seven o'clock in the morning. Who's who's trimming their bush? Who's cutting their grass? What's going on? That's ridiculous. Pardon? <laughs> this is like why is there so much noise at this time in the morning? Don't they understand? And as I walked closer to my garage, I realised the noise was coming from in the garage. And I opened the garage door, and here was my little Nilfisk. Wee! Oh, Jesus. I have no idea how long it was actually running for. So, um, yeah, I, I felt it. It didn't feel super hot or anything, but it had been screaming. And it could have been just for a few minutes. It could have been for half the night. I don't know. So if anyone's
1: listening, that's a brand... um. <laughs> and, you'd, and you'd like a uh, pressure washer review, <laughs> send them to Specky McSporen, courtesy of uh, I've just broke my pressure washer. <laughs> would, you, would you like a new one?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I Honestly, you see that little nilfisk? It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I love it. It has never let me down at all. Even when I was um, feeding it low-pressure water because I didn't realise there was a kink in the hose, it was still going. So... Yeah, oh, I kind of God. I did mistreat it a little bit by mistake. It was accidental, but yeah. If anyone happens to need a pressure washer reviewing, I'll be happy to to do something constructive for I you. I bet there. you,
1: I bet you will. <laughs> you, um, think you think I'm coughing up the postage to send my <laughs> one three five I up to Scotland? You can think again, Sunny.
0: You've got plenty pressure <laughs> washers, Sunshine. You've got more pressure down, washers than I've, I've had ha- hot meals.
1: I'm down to my last three. I have, you know. <laughs>
0: Three? One of them's got Wait, a won- one. Of the- got? Oh no, you've still got your old nofisk, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's
1: got a won- that's got a wonky wheel. It's only one wheel drive.
0: Hey, you you had one. You've got one with wheels. I don't have any wheels in on my one. That I've got the bargain basement has nothing on it. It's the C. What have I got? It's the C one o five point seven. So it's a hundred and five bar, pure basic. It was like sixty quid. Do they still make that? Do they? Would you stop turning your nose up, you snob? Is it- is that a classic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to pay tax on that because it's over twenty-five
0: years old. You're right. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's not that old. It's honestly, about three or four years old. I bought it brand new mm. from Argos. It was a deal. Listen, uh, oh we... Argos. <laughs> Gotta love an Argos deal the, with the the, uh, book of,
1: the book of broken disappointment.
0: Yes, that's why all, <laughs> when you go into Argos, that's why all the pages are laminate to catch the tears of joy when you're <laughs> flicking through and then you realize you can't afford anything a um, book of shattered dreams <laughs> before we move off this topic one more question Go on, channel spo- which would you rather have a channel sponsorship or a video sponsorship because to my knowledge you don't need to declare if your channel is sponsored but you have to declare if your video is sponsored
1: that's an interesting point because i've seen uh, really big channels and not necessarily detailing channels there is a few channels i watch us channels um gears and gasoline they are sponsored by a motor i knew
0: you were going to talk about that one yeah yeah.
1: um absolutely incredible if you haven't seen gears and gasoline videos one of the one of the guys is a videographer videographer get me words out put me teeth in and (laughs) you mean a
0: videographer
1: that one of those as well he's got one of those coming (laughs) yeah video one of those (laughs) this gin's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: You're on the gym, I'm on the beer, we're having a good time, kn- it's all
1: good. I knew I'd get I knew I'd get tripped up sooner or later. <laughs> anyway, one of them does video work, another one's a race car driver, and they do some epic videos, but they are sponsored, so every road trip they do, every track day they do, they always mention they're sponsored by this company. I think if I got to the stage where I was big enough, um I'd happily have the channel sponsored by someone, but would that be someone have to be a detailing manufacturer or, or could it be like um a distributor someone like Alford's I don't know yeah or or clean your car say you know I'm gonna bring you this video this week by clean your car it's sponsored by clean your car uh, that I could cope with that would be fine if it's like let's just pluck pluck one out the um out the air <coughs> Gary's therapy if it was Gary's I said is this mic on yeah. <laughs> If it was Gary's, if it was Gary's cough, Gary's therapy, let's just say for argument's sake, Gary's therapy would like to sponsor me, (coughs) only saying (laughs) mess, only saying mess, no. (laughs) Then it would become completely unethical. The channel would collapse overnight because you would just be like, oh, for God's sake. Now, I do feature Gary's therapy in a lot of my videos, and you are going to see certain brands creeping back in even though I'm doing a brand review with someone else that week because I just believe that you need to be shown, you know, what I actually do, the whole procedure of how I clean a car. Some of my favourite brands are going to start coming onto the channel. But, yeah, channel uh, sponsorship rather than video sponsorship
0: for me. I think it's interesting. Channel sponsorship, uh, just because a channel is sponsored, doesn't particularly mean that you're featuring products from them. A channel sponsorship simply means that this channel wants to support you. I've seen roundabouts sponsored by oil companies. all right It's as simple as that. In Aberdeen, we have roundabouts with signs on them and those signs they get you know some advertising from a local oil company, oil and gas company, renewable energy company, whatever. and they're essentially paying to help support the local council by looking after that roundabout, you know making it look nice. Does that mean that that roundabout has an obligation to talk nicely about this oil and gas company? No. So if a channel no, it's, is... It's
1: literally showing, showing support. No, it? that's
0: it. If, if a channel is being sponsored, does that mean that you have to say always nice things about that company? Do you even have to always mention them? I'd be quite happy with a title card saying the Speccy McSporran channel is proudly sponsored by X company. Whoever. Now Durex. Could be, absolutely. Why not? I mean, why not? at the end of the day, if I get, you know, a bunch of young men watching the channel, it's probably gonna be a good idea to be sponsored by Durex. Not that we're being sponsored by Durex, by the way. But that's the whole idea, is that they can sponsor you without specifically needing content made. You know, it's the same idea with a, a football team being sponsored by a company. That football team is not gonna run around and say, by the way, we love this company's tires or they love this charity it's on there it's on their shirt and that's about as much as they need to show from it so I'd, I'd probably prefer a sponsored channel to the videos although like I said you don't always have to declare that your channel is sponsored and that can lead to perhaps a little bit of I don't know what's going on here are you really being completely unbiased I don't know however we need to move on to the next section which I'm really looking forward to which we're going to call the mid show rant and this is where well, not the mid show rant no this is oh we, we right. love a rant i love your rants i literally wrote in my notes here paul it simply says paul goes off on one and i'm going to i'm going to kick you off on this one here because you you mentioned this one before Paul talk to us about social media laziness, social media laziness. I'm just going to kick back so, here with my beer and enjoy this. Go ahead.
1: Okay. I'm going to have, I was going to have a swig of gin, but I think it's a it's a bad idea. Or oh,
0: do you want to prepare yourself? So so,
1: <laughs> so so social media laziness is something I've spoke to um, Gary from ProD, I spoke to you about it, a few other individuals I spoke to. Now, being an Instagrammer and being on Instagram pretty much every day and posting fairly regularly, I get lots of messages. They're called DMs, direct messages. And sometimes those messages can come at impromptu times. They can come on the screen when you're doing a live. And they tend to be things like, um, what's the best? Or what's the best? How do I? Now, fair enough, I I can cope with most of those things. But when it comes to things like, Someone wants me to look it up on Google. So we have got to the stage <laughs> now where we are so effing lazy in society, we can't Google something. And there is a thing called Do Your Own Research. I think there's a hashtag for that, isn't there? We were talking uh, about I this I don't know. Yesterday. I'm going to
0: actually look this up while you carry on ranting. I'm going to look this up. I
1: have had people literally ask me what are the best pads to use on a, on a polisher. Well, that's just an open-ended question. There are certain companies I'll use and certain companies I won't they'll then say where do I get them from I so will send them maybe a link they'll then say how much are they so <laughs> so they can't even be bothered to click on the link that I've just sent them with their fingers now we've got to a stage now that using a smartphone you become so lazy you can't be bothered to open up a, a website to have a look for yourself you want me to do it then you want me to send you the link And it just... No, no, no. I
0: don't just want you to send me the link. I want you to then put the link in my hand and click my finger on it.
1: Or or order it, pay for it, and then you give me your address (laughs) and then I'll send it to you. (laughs) Which is what they're... You know, this is... I had somebody say... um, I won't say who they are, but somebody was was watching my videos and they said, um, I could do one of your hats. So I said, Oh, okay. Um, Well, the link's in the bio. Now... Those of you who don't know what a bio is, it's the bit that sits underneath your name on Instagram. It's where we put a thing called Linktree. Now, Linktree is a brilliant invention. Linktree is right up there with we've, we've smoked salmon princes spread. It's just. It's, it's better than pot noodles.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, what? That was... What? <laughs> Are you some sort of Waitrose Posh git? Oh, this smoked salmon is absolutely <laughs> fabulous, darling.
1: You. That impression was just way too good. Anyway, (laughs) so so we've got this. We've got to the state now where people can't even click a link to look for something, and no matter what we say, and we will be talking about this later on because we've got a competition with the winner later on. People don't listen. They don't listen, and they don't. They don't read.
0: Don't get me started on this competition, God. The amount of people that got the information wrong about the giveaway. About what to do with it and the hashtag to use, and someone was trying to uh, take a, a screenshot of our uh, stereo cast, and I honestly I palmed so hard. I'm sorry if it was you, if you're listening, but I just thought it 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 was all there. We gave you all the information. <laughs> it does it does happen. Some people just don't listen.
1: I think one of the best comments with the competition was somebody said, um, "We said, take a picture of yourself, a selfie, listening to us, and say hashtag." specky and Paul, with you you know listening with headphones on the first thing somebody said was i don't have any headphones (laughs) (laughs) which we're not going to penalize someone that hasn't got any headphones we just want you to show you you know just show yourself listening to the podcast Uh, it's not hard.
0: You could have just used a cup and a piece of string, and we would have got the idea. It's fine. Yeah, it's not it a been... <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna uh, my little rant here. <clears throat> this is based at you, by the way. Oh no! I'm just oh, gonna no, say this. This, this one sentence. Are you ready for it? <laughs> Demoted to the IT department.
1: Yes, the IT department, which I've been in constant contact with this week. The only only upside is they do answer the phone pretty much instantaneously. (laughs) Now.
0: Yeah, but I don't have like a special like 0845 number where at least I get paid for it. I was getting nothing for this. I was just getting nothing but grief. So Paul basically got a new laptop and he installed his software, which didn't work because he doesn't know which email address he bloody well used the last time. So that didn't go down well. So he repurchased the software, but he purchased a different software because, of course, that's exactly what you do, isn't it? So he purchased the uh, the wrong software, essentially, but carried on regardless. No, no, we'll just do this. And then I got nothing but, how do you do this? Where do you do that? How does this go? What's going on here? Why are these folders? Why do they have red Xs? What's happening? Basically, short story is I had to connect remotely to Paul's laptop to try and fix his issues... And then what did he do instead of uh, you know going on Instagram and saying thanks to my really best bud for doing this? This is awesome. He said thanks to the ID department, Specky McSporin. And I thought you absolute scumbag. You could you just? I know it was deliberate. I know it was deliberate, but it just railed me up. I thought I'm not IT. I there was one point where Paul was losing the plot, and he said, "I'm going to put this laptop through a window in a minute." Now, part of me thought to myself, for just a fleeting moment, well, if he does and he gives up YouTube, I'm going to get all of his subscribers. But no, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'm going to do a nice thing for my friend, and I'm sure he's going to, you know, show his appreciation. Nope.
1: No, I, I will do. <laughs> I will send you something up. You know, I will. I've, I've just cleaned the. I- um,
0: if it's another Paul Dolden key ring, I've already got one. I don't need another one. That's not enough No, it's much better than that. I'm,
1: I'm mid-flow decorating my youngest son, who's 22. I'm um, decorating his bedroom, and I've just found his dried-used tissue collection, so I'll put them in a shoebox and send them to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Wow. Jesus. I feel I feel like... The, oh, I mean, it was a, a catastrophe,
1: wasn't it? The, the whole the whole week with the, with the laptop thing. It's not the laptop. Oh. It is, it's the idiot on the end of the keyboard. It was, but... Which- Which is me, by the way.
0: It's you, yeah. Every time I talk to you about technology, honestly, it's like talking to my dad. Um, It's pretty hilarious, to be honest. Um, So yeah, there you go. That was that was a bit of a rant going on there. We better
1: move on to the Q and A's. We're getting a bit short of time.
0: Yeah, we're running short of time. So let's get through these quickly. All right, I got some. I've got a whole bunch. We're going to fire through them as fast as we can. Thank you to everyone who's sent in a question for us to answer on here. So let's start. um, Heather at AutoCare Care HQ. Uh, favorite product, one of each category. We can't go through every category, so why don't you pick your favorite product from your favorite category?
1: Um, Garish Therapy Zero Shampoo.
0: Zero. Oh, good one. Um, I was going to say favorite, probably Garage Therapy, z- uh, not Zero. Uh, two Quick Detailer, love it. Um, so there's favorite. I got a whole huge list of questions here. Uh, and then after these questions, by the way, we are going to. Uh, announce the winner of the the giveaway from the last podcast by the way so just listen out is is it is it me Uh, no have i won again you and i actually were responsible for the most appearances of that hashtag by the way (laughs) um so i have one then no shut up you've already got the prizes anyway you've got to send them out right uh mr i'll
1: send them out then send them back again
0: (laughs) from me to me happy me day um mr coffee Best polish pad combo for hard Audi clear coat. That's going to be closer to what you've got anyway because you've got a Skoda, which is Volkswagen paint.
1: Mm, God, um, I would go with a microfiber cutting pad and probably Menzerna 400.
0: Oh, that's a, a fairly beastly kind of compound. Uh, R9YSO asks, What do you think are the most under-the-radar or underrated... Products.
1: That's a good one. That's quite e- that's quite easy for me. I think oh, go Samsung. Oh, yeah, yeah, good yeah. old Sam. Yeah, um, there's quite a few detailers use them. Um, they've been featured on white details. I think TI twenty-two uh James uses them. Uh, I featured one in the last video, the primus Concentrate Pre-wash. They are very underrated because they're not plastered all over Instagram every day, you know, with silly competitions and things. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I find them very underrated.
0: All right, um, I was just going to say it's it's I can't really think of anything specifically massively underrated or under the radar, but you know I do feel that some of our favorite products are being perhaps underrepresented at times. Uh, you and I both love garage therapy products, and I I don't see them doing as well as they should do as far as getting them out there in the hands of people. I think people need to be trying them. So, they're not super underrated. Then again, you know, there's other brands that have made some solid products. I really liked what came out of uh, Go Detailing. They made some good gear as well. Yeah, um, they've
1: made some good gear.
0: Yeah. So, um, this is a cracking question. I love this one. The Detail Kitchen asks Who would win in a fight between Specky, Paul, and Vicky? A f-
1: what sort of fight? What, a normal fight?
0: I don't know. Our lovely friend, Vicky, Who would, It just says, Who would win in a fight? So let's just assume it's a fight, it's a brawl. Now, before we go into the answer here, my girlfriend Natalie, she said that Vicky would win because men brawl and women are strategic. Ha! That's what she thinks. Vicky is shorter than both of us, so we could tag-team her and just punt her out of Easy. the Easy.
1: Come on now, this is a family <laughs> show.
0: <laughs> I, would, cause I just I'd, meant I'd, we could work yeah. together to get rid of her and then it's just out to me and you.
1: Naked Twister's always a good one
0: that's not a, that's not a battle. That's not a fight. Good fun, no? <laughs> Uh Honestly, I'm gonna say Paul is probably in better shape than me. Um, he's also a hell of a lot taller. I'm I'm a hobbit and he's Gandalf. I mean, I could use my size my size to my advantage. Um, you know, just a swift headbutt to the smooth balls, and uh, and you're dealt with, sunshine. So it would be an interesting fight, but I'm gonna say Paul would win that one. Sorry, it just would be the case. Um, it's the weekend warrior. asks Do you do you believe paste waxes are dying? Um, and I did a video Ooh, about this a while ago, a saying one. is wax dead? And uh, I said no, not for the enthusiast. You know, for the the average no, Joe, it's... yes, but for the av- for like people like us. Yeah, I
1: mean, I will say to people, it's an event doing a wax, um, using a wax. You get the, you know, you get the box out, a nice presentation box. Unscrew the lid of the lovely jar. They send it in. You know, it's a, it's a bit of an event, isn't it? It's a bit of a treat yeah, for your car.
0: It is. It's it's you know, it's it is it's an like having occasion. A, it's like
1: having a liqueur at Christmas, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it mm. is. So I'm like a little liqueur at Christmas. Absolutely
0: yes. You know, you, we could all just go and grab a spray sealant, but when you take the time to do a waxing, it's cathartic. It's enjoyable. So no, they're not dying, but they're no longer the default um, LSP for the average no. Joe. You know, waxes were the default years ago. Now it's all sprayable products. Um, Lad, scuff. Asks a couple of questions here. A good product and technique to clean leather steering wheels. I've only ever cleaned one leather steering wheel and I used the um, leather cleaner from... What's the name of the company? Angel Wax. I used that with uh, microfiber. Essentially, that's all it was. Just a microfiber towel, wiping over it to clean it up and another one to wipe off any residue. Simple, really simple.
1: Yeah, don't get um, too involved with steamers when you're doing leather work because it can... Uh, dry out leather very, very quickly, despite you watching YouTube videos and watching these guys with steamers. Be very, very yeah. careful when you're doing leather work because um, it's a natural product after all.
0: He also asks... So just
1: use Do some cleaners. Oh,
0: sorry, okay. He also asks, uh, if I have my car ceramic coated professionally, can I then maintain it using all home-use LSPs? I, I don't think there's any issue with that, realistically, because most of the companies that provide a, a professionally installed ceramic coating would have some sort of consumer-based topper or something like that, you know, to to keep it looking nice, you know. I mean, you've got something like G-Technic would give you C2V3, um, you know, which you can buy, any consumer can buy that and use that. So technically speaking, I would say yes, but I would also say yeah. talk to the installer of your ceramic coating and they will advise you on what best to use to maintain it.
1: There's lots of products out there to maintain ceramics. There's standalone LSPs you can use. There's products like um, Decon shampoo from uh, Gary's Therapy, which unclogs your clear coat. Uh, sorry, your your ceramic because they do get um, sort of uh, bogged down, should I say, or clogged up with uh, all sorts of junk in them. Yep. And you can get rid of it. And then it, as soon as you start cleaning the car again, the water behaviour goes back to the hydrophobic qualities, should
0: I say. I think that's one thing that a lot of people um, worry about, is you've got a ceramic coating, why would you use a high alkaline cleaner? But, you know, at the end of the day, these ceramic coatings are meant to handle this no problem, and a powerful cleaner is what you want to make sure. Yeah,
1: they're they're chemically chemical resistance to them. That's That's it. It's kind of built in.
0: Um, Devil in the Detailing says if you could choose one artist slash band to listen to whilst detailing who would it be
1: Mm, that's difficult for me because i listen to a lot of 80s stuff but um i was a massive massive duran duran fan i was gonna Uh, say
0: duran duran i thought i was just being joking i was gonna say duran duran
1: no i i've been to admit it i mean you probably find this really weird i used to have long hair believe it or not (laughs) if it it, it fell out when i said i do (laughs) went straight went, went straight into font
0: oh dear um, I would say of all the bands, for me personally, it would be a tough call between either Fleetwood Mac or ELO. Um Ooh, yeah. yeah.
1: Good choice, uh good choice. a B- bit
0: of a bit of everything going on there, you know. ELO thought,
1: For a minute for a minute I thought you were gonna say the proclaimers. i just thought, <laughs> no, please don't say that.
0: No, no, I mean don't get me wrong, there's there's nothing wrong with a bit of proclaimers from time to time, but Generally speaking, ELO, I grew up with that. Um, and then as I got older, I got into Fleetwood Mac as well. They've got such a wide range of music that I'd be happy with either of those two. I'd get a bit of everything, a bit of rock, a bit of a ballad, a bit of a poppy sound. It's just a bit of everything that comes from them. So very, very wide ranging. Um, D Birchie, uh, he doesn't ask a question. He simply comments, too many brands popping up selling car products. Um interesting that's a, a fair comment to be honest car Chem make products for so many other brands uh and we've talked about this before too many brands appearing on the scene that's a whole whole that's podcast, podcast in itself yeah.
1: that 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 statement darren thank yeah, you very much for that definitely. that's a good one though
0: um it's actually on my list of podcasts in the future uh joseph cool he's back again detailing brushes which one is the best i like valet pro but even looking after them the collar breaks. There's not one best detailing brush because, what is it, interior detailer, exterior detailer, wheel detailer? Mm. There's all different types.
1: So recently, the brushes, I've, the brushes I used to use a lot of, and I still do, are the Alien Magic Hair brushes. But the ones that, or the one, should I say, the bright red one from Waxing Away is the one I've been using lately because it's chemical resistant and you can use it on pretty much anything. The wheels, the grills, door shuts, you name it. And it has not molted. He hasn't distorted, it's brilliant. Yeah, I think they're about 10 quid, so it's quite a lot of money for one brush. But then, if you're only gonna, you know, if you just buy once, I always say to people, pay a little bit more money, pay a bit more money, and get something decent. Don't just go on AliExpress or eBay and buy it's a lot of generic cheap brushes because you might as well just throw them in the bin. They're a waste of money.
0: Yeah, I use, um, I think for I use two different sets of detailing brushes, I use the SGCB brushes which are more of a stiffer bristle I use those for some work which is not around sensitive areas but then sensitive areas I use the carbon collective ultra soft detailing brushes Uh, so you know it really depends on the job there's no one brush that you can use for everything it depends on the job you're doing so you've got to have some which are stiff bristles some which are soft some which are chemically resistant you know hogs hair for your interior and things like that all different kinds um just Bald Chris asks, money, no object, what pressure and other products would you use for your perfect setup? Uh, personally, I'd probably just go with a Cranzel machine because I just know that it would have the life in it yeah. and it's serviceable. It's something that just, you know, can be taken care of for many, many years. So a good high-end Kranzel I'd, machine.
1: I'd probably be exactly the, exactly the same if it's money, no object. I'd just go with the Cranzel. Yeah.
0: For um, detailing asks, question- <laughs> I remember this one. This is related to your recent video. Question for Paul. Ooh. What pre-rinse did you use to get the poo off your guinea pig rinsing? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I I have to say to people, please don't take this too seriously. <laughs> I, I do not use a pressure washer to clean... <coughs> shite off the back of the guinea pig's undercarriage and fire it into the next, ca- fire it into the next county, although having said that, we, we did end up with three guinea pigs and the guy that delivers the sawdust, he'd think we kept a bloody shire horse because the amount of stuff that gets delivered, and when he says when we turn around and say, they're guinea pigs, and by the way, the reason for the delay in buying a laptop is quite simple and people will probably find this unbelievable but One of our guinea pigs, when it comes to our guinea pigs and bills, I'll say they're the wife's guinea pigs, had an operation to remove a cyst, and it cost, I only choked on my um, gin then, £420, I believe. And I thought she was joking when she came in and told me. And then I picked myself up off the floor and uh, gave my wallet the kiss of life, and no, it was true. So uh, I paid out 400 and something quid to have a guinea pig resurrected. (laughs) When I told the postman, the postman then started laughing and said, don't they eat those? And those were his exact words. I said, yes, they do, funny enough, they do eat them. It would have been cheaper to stick it on the uh, barbecue. <laughs> I think they're pointless. They're utterly pointless pets. You could have probably put bought a bunch pigs. of new guinea
0: pigs for the same money as you were trying to fix that one.
1: <laughs> oh, don't. I, I just put them... They're just vermin. To me, They're just, I call them rats. I call them rats. I had to laugh,
0: though, when you put it in the video and you said, oh, I ended up in London. And I just, for a moment, I, I thought to myself, did he actually? And you said, and then you said, no, you didn't. It only went as far as mercy. <laughs> and I thought that it was wasn't, brilliant. It was
1: it was South Empire. <laughs> um,
0: he also <laughs> asks a more serious question. If you could have one cent for a QD shampoo or wax, you know, all of those, what would it be? Just pick one cent if that's all you could have. Crazy. Cinnamon. Ooh, interesting choice. Wrong one, of course. It's the the correct answer is orange. There you go. Uh, <laughs> orange. Yeah, shut up.
1: It's, but it doesn't.
0: Really? Yeah, seriously. Orange. Listen, th- we're not going to get into this whole. Did you just say orange? Did you just say Hyundai? We're not going there again. Um, Ryan McCormack asks, uh, where do you stand on claimants Used one and wasn't a fan. Didn't see what the fuss was about. I love a claimant because you just get the job done so much faster. And if you drop it, you can clean it out. It lasts a lot longer than a clay bar. You'll get more uses out of it than a clay bar. It's easier to use than a clay bar. And the only time you can't use it is like little fiddly areas around your alloy wheels and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm not keen on. I did use one. I had the G3 one and it marred the hell out of the paint. So I went back to using traditional clay. I'm not that keen on them. Maybe I was using the wrong one. I don't really know. But I'm I'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to claying. um, I'll stick to my IM client. No,
0: I am. Um, I used, I did a review on it a while ago, the, the G3 one, and I thought it was phenomenal. And the amount of feedback I got from people saying, I've been using these things for years, I'm a professional, and they're the best thing ever because, you know, they say it lasts up to five times longer than a clay bar. So it's. Better value for money and it's easier to use. I guess it it probably does. To be honest, yeah, it depends on what you're using. It depends on your paint. It depends on the car. Depends on how you want to use it. Your lubrication and all that kind of stuff. But I love them, and there you go. Paul doesn't like them, so I think it's just a personal preference. Um, Sean Gum says, uh, "Seen a few people singing the praises of Auto Smart G101. Do you lads use it? Nope.
1: (laughs) No, I don't. I don't use it. I use a variant of that, shall I say?" I actually mentioned it in the latest video. It's, I think it's called, is it called Kry- you've Kryptonite? Got it, it? Yeah. It Kryptonite? I bought it because you'd Kryptonite. recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is cheap and cheerful. It does a job. Um, it's not the best one out there, but it is so cheap. Um, and it is kind of like a, a take on the uh, AutoSmart stuff. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Only I mean,
1: a bit cheaper. All right, yeah.
0: we're going to have to rattle through these because we're really getting on for time here. Uh, Dala we Detailing uh, says, spray sealant durability, does it really matter how long they last if you just apply it after each wash? Well, no, basically. Like, how long do you need? If you're washing it every time and you're applying a protor- uh, some sort of LSP every time, do you really care how long it lasts? As long as it lasts you a week, then, yeah, that's all you need.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, you're you're going to reapply products pretty regular basis anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Especially if you're a home user. Absolutely. Um, if you're doing a, the only thing I will say is if you're doing a customer's car and you are going to go the whole spray route LSP, then you might want it to last a good few months. Oh I yeah. Mean, the ODK stuff I've just used, I think it's up to four months, something like that. And you know, things like uh, Gary's therapies um cs that will last is it six months something like, yeah, like that? yeah they, they said um, they've seen a
0: bit more than that but yeah regularly ref- about six months
1: high definition details refulgence i think that's something like six months as well yeah. obviously on a prepared car uh,
0: next question my missus asks if i let you clean the whole house with detailing products can i have a week off no next question uh <laughs> andy at miles drive love it uh can you say hello to my dad paul dolden please thanks
1: I, do you know what i don't know his fascination with me and my age he's like <laughs> how old is he is he 90, <laughs> he's, he's he is isn't he he's, he's about
0: 106
1: yeah and i'm 50 <laughs> just turned 50
0: i don't know he's obviously just loves how old you he's i love him sweet-
1: he's such a lovely lovely man he's one of the do you know that guy has been following me for years and when i actually met him he's, he's just a pleasure to talk to and such a knowledgeable guy he's lovely
0: he um, big shout when he was big a, shout
1: out to andy miles
0: yeah when he was a grand ambassador for um what do you call it the rag company he um just reached out to me and says hey i've got some stuff to send you he sent me a bunch of towels and bits and pieces and everything and i was like oh you lovely man just out of nowhere genuinely lovely yeah, he's he always supportive very... he's always commenting he's yeah. always getting involved so bless him yeah uh ambassador for the industry absolutely uh pickford r100 says uh what do you think about Ooh, Mark. Stock being postponed for another year well we've already talked about that yes we're all sad but we totally understand it. G- yeah johnny shiel uh has absolutely just bombarded us with questions here we'll fire lovely the- johnny Sheil. um what's the best advice for anyone thinking about uh getting into the youtube world uh know what you want to make be confident be well read understand and do your research about what it is you're talking about that's what i would say
1: have the invest have the investment in time is the biggest one you need for youtube i have to say this to people it requires an awful lot of time and money as well i've invested quite a bit of money in equipment i bought this laptop solely for youtube um it was 630 odd quid Specky's commission on the uh, <laughs> IT consultant. I was going to say, how much of that IT money consult- goes to
0: the tech support exactly?
1: Oh, um, there were some pence on the end. I need to take a look at the oh, invoice. Right, okay, yeah, I'll find out
0: what it was. Thanks for that. Okay, um, what are the benefits of a pre-wash? Oh, don't go there. We've already discussed this like many times in many videos and stuff. It just gets all of well as as much dirt off as possible, making your contact wash safer. That is the main benefit.
1: Redu- reduces the chances of marring. Exactly,
0: yes. Uh, Wash mitt, wash pad or sponge. Johnny, are you having a laugh, mate? Seriously, sponge? No, the only time a sponge should be used in a car is for application of dressings uh, on your plastics or tyres, things like that. That's it. or oh, Nothing else. Otherwise, wash mitt, wash pad. Yeah, I can see the advantages of both. I like wash pads because they wash carry mitt. a lot more water than a mitt. But then you say mitt. Why do you say mitt instead of pad?
1: I've actually got both, to be honest with you. I've just used to using traditional mitts yeah. with the little handle
0: inside. Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: Plus, I'm always dropping things. I'm always <laughs> dropping things because I'm old and stupid.
0: Ah, well, you see, maybe that's the difference because I'm young and sprightly that I can hold on to my wash mitt. I don't have arthritis in my hands yet. Um, which car would be your favourite car to detail? We mentioned that Amber's Car Care asked that last time. It was your own car. Yeah, yeah you always you always love doing own your own ones. car. What's your favorite part? Exactly. Oh, here's a good one, though. What's your favorite part about reviewing products? And I don't know. I I think, like, the unknown, you don't really know what it's going to look like. And there's that anticipation. Is it going to meet any expectations you may have had? And if it works, great. You're excited. If it doesn't work, well, great, because that's good content. You can say, well, listen, you know, as much as I thought this was going to be good, it's not. Or or it could be the other way around. I expected this to be rubbish. And, oh, my God, it's amazing. You're going to want to tell people about that. Mm. So it's always the unknown yeah, for me. Yeah,
1: the, the surprise factor. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, what tips would you give for cleaning engine bays? Ah, just don't bother. Just hide them. <laughs> Who looks at their engine Cover and goes, your... wow, that's nice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Do Cover up your electricals. <laughs> and if you've, got, if you've got a steamer, use it. If you've got a pressure washer, turn the pressure down or just come back a bit with your lance don't go directly blasting water into every part of your engine but i've
0: got a funny story about engine bays very quickly uh a guy that i used to know he had uh a Vauxhall astra coupe you know and you know oh Vauxhall astra yeah the old but the older was like the the first proper coupe you know it was really sleek i don't remember which age it was but they were styled by bertoni so they had the little there's another
1: one Oh, yeah one.
0: okay so they had the little badge Bertone down the side of the car so he was um he was beside his car one day i think he was just oh, i don't know wiping over it or something and this kind of dodgy looking geezer walked up past them and he went oh that's a really nice looking car there mate he says oh yeah thanks very much he says uh c- can i can i have a look in the engine bay and uh, oh, okay yeah all right fair enough so he opens the engine. The guy looks in the engine. He clearly knew nothing about it. He says, oh, mate, see these Bertoni engines? They're amazing, eh?
1: Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I love it. That is great. Um. Okay, what else is he asking? Best brush for pet hair removal? Give you, you, go on. Go on.
1: Just just so happens, one of the competition <laughs> prizes, the Anna Lamb brush, which I have a few of these lying around, and I've held one back to give it away
0: okay we're gonna announce that winner in just two more questions time i think uh another one if you could work with any detailer who would you pick great question actually love this one uh i'm gonna say someone like uh jim white uh, love his ethic um gary pro d love his ethic say- as well Love what he do. He does. Also, I really like the work by uh, Sam at how detailed he does some amazing stuff. Then again, I also know uh, Alan Medcraft. Am details. Uh, I've been up there to see him, and I love what he does. I love how he does it. So yeah, it could have been any one of those, to be perfectly honest, and probably a bunch of others that I I haven't even thought of. There's
1: there's, there's three. There's Garriott Prodi. There's Alan, and um. The last one, there's a good reason for it as well, is Pants the Organiser, because I can take half his profits.
0: <laughs> Kaboom! Just like that one. All right, Boom. last question. Last question here. Uh, what are your go-to pre-wash slash shampoo slash LSP combos? Go-to. All right, so you get to go into the garage and pick exactly what you want for your own personal preferences. I can, I know what's coming, but go for it.
1: Um. Samsung Car Care's um, Primus, uh, their Primus or Primus, their uh, Wash Concentrate. I'd use that. I then go on to Gary's Therapies sh- One Shampoo. What else was it?
0: Uh, LSP.
1: LSP? That's a tough one. It's either going to be Sigma or ODK. Mm, okay.
0: Um, ah, I said... Hang on. There's oh, another
1: one. Hang on. Go on. For sheer gloss, knock your balls out of the park yeah i I am details hybrid that is okay that's an astonishing
0: product that is i haven't tried any of those yet i will have to get Mm. my hands on them at some point alan alan if you're listening um what okay so pre-wash pre-wash um i like citrus products more than i like snow foams these days but i mean a citrus or some sort of pre-wash product with a, a snow foam on top recently tried and it's coming up in the next video the detail kitchen palette cleanser snow foam holy moly wait till you see it cling time i've, ju- I've is... used it oh, yeah. Oh, okay yeah so I, I didn't know okay i missed yeah. it sorry no I, I thought the cling time was incredible like they can, they say you can get up to 25 minutes cling time so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a very long cling for soaking ability and things like that and to be able to go around the car and use a detailing brush on all of the you know panel gaps and badges and all these kind of things. So that for me. Um, shampoo, it's got to be Garage Therapy. I don't care if it's zero or one. They're both awesome uh, for the shampoos. And LSP, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be the same thing. I think I'm going to say it's probably going to be Garage Therapy Sigma. It's just... A phenomenal easy to use product. There's more that I've yet to use, but um, yeah That was my probably my, my go-to if I was picking the ones that I really like myself So there we go um, now We get to the very end of the show where we announced the winner of the giveaway from the last episode We hit the randomizer We put the names into a thingy on the internet and did some stuff and clicked some buttons and all that kind of stuff The winner which uh, you like to mispronounce It's not shiny carrot it's shiny chariot detailing, so thank you very much to you for taking part in this, sharing your listening of the, the podcast, and uh, Paul will be in touch with you at some point, or I'll be in touch, one of us will be in touch anyway, to get your information, and we'll get down the SGCB tire scrubbing brush and the Analan pet hair brush to you. Congratulations, as sir. As soon as uh, Paul can be bothered to do some stuff, because you know he does nothing at work. <laughs> that's never actually been proven. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You keep I going wish. on about all your your night shifts, your long shifts, and then the next thing you tell me you've been sleeping in your van all night.
1: <laughs> Not all night.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, that's all for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to everyone who sent in all of your questions and comments and suggestions for episodes. We will be back in two weeks' time with episode three and we'll have more information about that as it happens. So, Paul, thanks very much. It's been a pleasure as always. No,
1: thank you, sir. Thank you.
0: And uh, I will remember to uh, send that uh, IT support bill in the post. I- I'm sorry, I-, I missed that bit. This mic's playing up. Yo, oh, what a surprise. Shockeroonie, here we go again. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you. ta da Bye.